Now to the heat wave that's gripping much of southern Europe. Temperatures over 40 degrees and climbing. Countries including Greece, Italy, Spain, Croatia, Turkey, all seen some of the uh, highest temperatures with heat expected to break records next week. This is Athens, where the Acropolis has been uh, closed during the hottest, hour of the day, uh, hottest hours of the day there, obviously to try and protect uh, people from uh, the temperatures uh, shut between noon and 5pm. Beyond Europe, heat waves have also affected parts of North Africa and the Middle East. Uh, southern parts of Morocco under an extreme heat red alert. And it's not just heat. Take a look at this. Extreme weather events becoming more common around the world. That's according to the UN. Uh, this, well, this is India. Record monsoon rainfall this week has caused serious flooding there, as you can see. Extreme weather patterns and increased temperatures have a range of consequences, not least food production. The new UN human rights chief, Volker Turk, warned on Monday uh, the impact of the climate crisis is threatening the right to food. He said 80 million more people will be at risk of hunger uh, by the middle of this century. A new study in the journal Nature has highlighted the possibility of major harvest failures caused by climate change in multiple uh, global breadbaskets. Scientists are working on the gene sequencing of foods like tomatoes to make them heat resistant and maintain crop yields. But the UN has also warned of a dystopian future without immediate action uh, with possible civil unrest. Well, Dr. Zitoni Uldada is an expert in climate and other environmental issues and the Food and Agriculture Organization of the UN. I asked him to explain the relationship between extremely high temperatures and food production. Well, there is a big relationship, obviously, because um, climate change affects food, food production, uh, agriculture in general, and agriculture also affects uh, climate change because agriculture is an important emitter of greenhouse gas emissions. It uses around 70% of withdrawn water and around 30% of global energy. So there is a very uh, tight relationship between what's happening to the climate and agriculture. And this is particularly important for global food security because what we've seen now with this succession of extreme weather events, drought and, and floods, they all affect global food security. Uh, and just yesterday, we launched the um, State of Food Security and Nutrition in the World in New York. Uh, and we found that you know, in 2022, last year, we had around 783 people who were going hungry every day. And since 2019, 122 million people were pushed into, um, into hunger. And the, the causes of this, there are three, the pandemic, uh, the climate change, and also conflicts, including the war in Ukraine. But climate change is making the situation really worse. Now we're seeing this succession of extreme weather events. This is the new reality, unfortunately, that we have to adapt to. Oh, so so well, let's, well, let's talk about how to adapt to it then. What can be done if temperatures are going to carry on going up, at least uh, in the foreseeable future, and that threatens things like crop production. What's the kind of answer? Is it things like gene editing to make crops heat resistant? Well, it's many things. You know, there, there are many things we should have done uh, years ago to avoid being in the crisis situation we're in now. Uh, so we need to reduce emissions. We need to reduce emissions drastically. You know, uh, our lifestyle, the way we move, the way we travel, the way we eat in the case of food, the way we produce food, process it and eat it, 
um, has to change as well. We have to change really the way we, we produce and, and eat food. So we need to, first of all, have a really strong political will at the international and national level to have clear strategies with clear action plans where we need to act to, to really uh, avoid the dangers of climate change and, and increase in hunger. We also need to invest more in innovation and in protecting nature, our natural resources, and use them more efficiently, including the use of water, fertilizers, energy, and we also need well, well, just, to... Just on, on, on those things, because that was a big, long list of all things that, that, are, that do need to be tackled. But in the short term, if they're not, one of the short-term consequences is inevitable that the price of food is going to go up. Well, whenever there is drought, there is extreme weather events that affect uh, food production. That leads to, um, you know, um, the volatility in, in food prices. Uh, because when you have crop failure, then you have obviously uh, an impact on food availability and food security. And that leads to the volatility in, in food prices. So that's the immediate impact. But what we need to do is realize that this is going to happen again. It's not going to happen just now and that's it. Yeah. So we need to be prepared in the future to have really policies and, and as I said, invest in, in, in awareness raising as well, because, you know, society as a whole, we need to think about the impact we're having on the environment because okay. of our lifestyle. And that has to change.